0: Welcome to Rugs and Mugs with your host Lucky and the Juice, where we discuss all things NFT. All content and conversation discussed on this podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not financial advice. We have no clue what we're doing. Cheers. Welcome back to Rugs and Mugs. This is Lucky Ape. And I am the Juice. So we wanted to go over something a little special this time. We wanted to get some new content out for newer people into the NFT space or newbies as some would like to call it. Well, those trash noobs. We can call them that, but hopefully they don't get rugged as they enter the space. So that's the whole reason we wanted to create this. And we've had some requests through Twitter that uh, said, you know, that might be helpful. So we're going to do some super entry level stuff, getting into NFTs. Where do we even start? Right. So we wanted to cover some of that. Um, I wanted, as to talk well as about-
1: some of the slang. Yeah, apparently exactly. some of you guys didn't understand some of the words, so we're gonna right. break it down for you. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of slang, a lot of verbiage that's really confusing at first, but we'll cover kind of the top ones um, at least. And you know, I wanted to start with talking about Twitter. So would wouldn't wouldn't you say that Twitter's kind of like where it all happens? Like that's where everybody converses and finds out about everything.
1: Absolutely. That's pretty much seems to be step one. You, you're going to find new projects there. You're going to see what kind of followers they have, how many, and for sure, um, you know, even for them to kind of become big, that's, that's where it starts all around.
0: Yep, definitely. So definitely start a a Twitter account um, and, you know, pick a creative name and then follow people other nfts so follow some other um projects some known projects that you're interested in things like that follow uh rugs and mugs of course and you know just start following these other people and then you'll be able to see their feed and then you know you'll you'll learn as you go and then you know hopefully find some projects that people are posting um so that's kind of i think
1: both right of they'll us be they'll started. be shilling them to you they'll be uh trying to sell their project to you or, or talk to you about other projects that uh, they're interested in. So right you can pretty much just see everything from there. And it is step one.
0: Exactly. So get the Twitter going. And then after that, um, you know, OpenSea seems to be just the main um, platform where we do a lot of the NFT shopping, so to speak, or NFT grazing, right? Like we, We search projects on there um, that we find through Twitter or through Discord. Um, So apart from Twitter, definitely create a Discord account. Um, That's kind of going to be where you join different groups or different projects, right? So you're going to be able to chat with other project members, things like that. And Discord is a necessity um, if, if you're yeah, in if, projects,
1: I think a lot of people are familiar with Discord. I know a lot of people aren't. It's, it's uh, pretty much just a, a platform where you can do text or voice communication with large groups of people. Um, I know like online gamers use it a lot, uh, but it's kind of the staple right now for like NFT communities to hear about new announcements and different things going on. Yep. Um, you know, Twitter being step one, I see Discord as step two. I always like first thing when I find a cool project. I click on the official link on the Twitter that takes me to the Discord.
0: Right, exactly. And again, you know, always be skeptical about links. Um, You want to make sure you're going to the official links of projects and websites. There's so many scammers out there that make super similar links, super similar websites. So double, triple check, make sure you're going to the right place.
1: Um, Even make sure the Twitter is the right one. Um, Yeah, for real. There can be a, a fake Twitter with one, you know, different letter like an l instead of an i or something right you know just make sure check the amount of followers and and the activity and everything to confirm it
0: yep exactly and i like i always say just assume everybody's out to rob you <laughs> yeah, that's that's how we live it's, our lives <laughs> it's the safest way to stay um so that'll get you going on finding projects and you know chatting with some of the other people um other than that like I said, you're gonna go into OpenC.com, and you know you're gonna need a MetaMask account as well.
1: .io. I'll correct? Yeah. there. Oh yeah, is that right? Yep,
0: <laughs> you're right. I had to check that again.
1: It's just yeah.
0: I just there. I would have sure been, right <laughs> <would've> been scammed right there. You would have been scammed. Yep. Good catch. So yeah, no worries. OpenC.io is the website. Um, make sure you're on the right one, and then. You know, you're going to need a MetaMask, which is the wallet that you use to hold Ethereum, right? Um,
1: right. And there and- are other wallets, but I think that especially if you're trying to make it easier on yourself, uh, MetaMask is the best way because it, it's, at least for me, it works across multiple platforms. Um, you don't have to make a ton of different wallets. MetaMask is kind of, in my eyes, the staple right now.
0: Yep. Agree. Um, and, you know, combined with that, you're going to need an exchange as well so like for example i use coinbase um that's where you or where i purchase ethereum or other currencies and then you would transfer it to metamask so um, there
1: actually uh there is looks like a way through metamask to uh purchase as well oh you're right yeah um not in all states not legal in all states here unfortunately for me um but uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) most places coinbase is fine um but uh, you can also purchase with a credit or debit card through MetaMask. I think there's a, you know, maybe a $500 limit per day yeah. or something like that, though.
0: Yeah. And I, I believe that you know, w- looking at the fees that purchase on Coinbase, then transferring to MetaMask is a bit cheaper, um, especially if you're doing multiple transactions.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: think you're right. So, you know, kind of recapping Twitter, Discord, OpenSea.io, uh, Coinbase, and MetaMask. I know that's a lot already, but <laughs> yeah. basically, that'll get you going. That's 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 what you need um, to purchase your first NFT. I suppose. I don't know what right. else do you think. I mean,
1: of? truly, truly, if you just had MetaMask, went on to OpenSea.io, and and like bought one, there's that. But if if you're trying to do it right, and you're trying to actually, you know, look at the community and the project and, and see what they have going before you purchase anything, then yeah, these these are necessities.
0: Yep, definitely. And then, you know, once you are researching, definitely join the Discords before you decide to purchase, you know, if you're if you're looking at some projects. Um, there's links to the Discord probably on their Twitter account or directly through the OpenSea, too. You'll find that in, like, the details drop-down, I believe. Occasionally,
1: uh, or- um, from their Twitter, I will find a link directly to their uh, individual website, assuming that they have one. And from the website, they can have like the Discord link as well.
0: Yep. So make sure you go into the right Discord too. So you can always confirm that just following legit links and going to their official Twitter, things like that. Then let's touch on a little bit of the, I guess, lingo or verbiage you're going to see thrown around on Twitter and Discord. Um, Just some of the things that are important.
1: Yeah, there's, uh, there's definitely some weird ones out there. Uh, that, that people can get confused on. Let's just start first and foremost, rug, because we are rugs and mugs here, okay? W- apparently, uh, we actually did get a question from one of our viewers, what is a rug? And a rug <laughs> is, is basically, a, you know, when a project has completely been abandoned by the developers and there's no value left, there's really nothing left continuing the project, uh, the rug has been pulled out from under it, leaving all of us completely screwed or yeah. randoned.
0: Yes. Yes. The coined term was randoned. You can check the other episode for context on that. <laughs> 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 but uh, the, yeah, <laughs> that's the essence of the rug. You know, there's more <laughs> ways than one to get rugged, unfortunately. But basically, if you get screwed from a project um, in any form... I would constitute that as a rug. And that's that's kind of where our logo came from. It's a rug getting pulled and spilling the beer, which is something we don't want. It's just
1: double bummer, right? Yeah. Double bummer. Don't want to spill the beer.
0: Yep. So we don't want rugs. Rugs are bad. So you'll see a lot of people, you know, in Discord throwing around this is a rug, or you know, when, when rug. rug. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> There's you know, they're just talking shit saying you know, this is, this is a shit project yeah, or whatever. Like when,
1: when is this project like, <laughs> is it time now for it to be destroyed? Right. <laughs> when rug.
0: So, you know, it's used comically a lot when there's like a mint going on and there's like a two minute delay on the mint or something. People start right. just, you know, talking shit, but yeah, that's the context of that. And then <laughs> kind of going over minting. Let's talk about that. So minting, or we'll call them drops, or maybe sometimes launches. Um, right. Basically, um, think of it as like an IPO, or like the first time this project is being offered. You're buying it directly from the uh, creators or the contract, right? Um, it's not secondary. So anything you know you see on OpenSea is most likely secondary um, sales. Right. But, most
1: of the time, not, most, always. not so always. You, you yeah. can launch a project or have a drop from OpenSea, absolutely. But um, most of the time, it's going to be from from their own website, and then OpenSea is secondary.
0: Right. So minting just means you know you're you're buying it first first hand, and usually that's done directly on the website um, where you connect your MetaMask or whatever wallet you're using, and you purchase it.
1: Um, And just so you know, when you when you do connect your MetaMask and you purchase through this website, that same MetaMask is what you've also connected to your OpenSea account. So as soon as you've purchased it on that website, it's actually going to show up immediately. You don't have to do anything. It's going to show up on your OpenSea account as well.
0: Right. So that's what a mint is or minting something is that kind of segues nice into gas, gas, gas fees. You'll hear a lot. What is, what is your experience with gas and gas fees?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess uh, a brief explanation, gas, essentially uh, any kind of transaction that you are doing with Ethereum costs a fee. Think of, you know, you're moving the car and the gas is required to move that car for any transaction, any purchase, any sale, anything that you're doing at all. Um, cost gas fees, which goes to the miners. So these gas fees can have a huge range in price at any time of day. If there's a lot more traffic, if there's a lot of people that are doing a lot of transactions at once, then there's a lot of competition to get those miners to kind of process your transactions, which would raise those gas fees, kind of simplified version of that.
0: I think that's perfect. It's just, you know, when there's high traffic or a lot of people using gas, then gas is going to go up, right? You know, gas can really become astronomical. It's it's measured in a unit of, it says GWEI, and you can see that on etherscan.io. You're going to see what the current gas fee is. And, you know, not to mistake that GWEI, or I call it GWEI, I guess. GWEI. Um, <laughs> GWEI. You know, it's, it's not a direct dollar amount. So there is, there is right. some, some conversion there, but basically, you know, you can see that number anywhere. I've seen it as low as like 20 and I've seen it as high as like in, thousands, <laughs> <in> thousands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you need to really be careful when you're minting a project or doing transactions that, you know, you're setting that maximum gas fee to something that's reasonable.
1: And I, and I want to add here when, when you are making a transaction, purchasing, selling, whatever you're doing through MetaMask, there is, um, they usually give the option to either do low speed, medium speed, or high speed. Mm-hmm. And those options are selecting a different amount of Gwei. Basically, it's more expensive the faster you do it. Your transaction becomes a priority for the miners to run your transaction first.
0: Right. So um, like cutting in line if you're going you cutting fast. in line.
1: Yeah. Right. It's a bidding war, essentially. The gas wars are a bidding war. So if you um, do low speed there you know and you're in a a new mint where there's a limited amount that people can mint there's a good chance that people paying much higher gas fees than you will cut you in line and they might sell out before you even get your thing done and then you lose yes you lose your transaction fee yep and i've seen it will be a failed
0: transaction we've seen tons of transactions where people are losing thousands of dollars
1: some hundreds of thousands of dollars which is real shitty <laughs> it sucks it sucks but you can also edit you can you know if you if you want to be a little more technical with it you can go into the advanced settings you can like specifically change your way to what you want i wouldn't really mess around yeah. with that if you're new stick to medium or high almost never do low unless there's very low traffic right but yep. if you're competing against others don't don't do slow you're gonna lose your money
0: definitely and you know i think gas fees and you know using gas is worth taking the time to just research a little bit more. And of course, if you guys have any questions, just message us on Twitter, or throw up a comment, anything, you know, it gets a little tricky sometimes and there's little tic- uh, tips and tricks. So don't Absolutely. hesitate to reach out. Um, just know that there is gas fees for basically any transaction that you're doing, any transfers, right. any, you know, buys, sells, listing something. Um, I think
1: that kind of brings us to the next, you know, slang term, the hip lingo, which uh, is the white lists. White list. And whitelist is a way for new projects that are dropping or launching their project to help people avoid the gas wars by essentially, you know, assigning certain people the rights to mint and giving them multiple days to do so. So it's not just a free for all. Everyone's scrambling. You usually right. have a list of X amount of people that you can mint this for this cost, and this many. Um, so you can wait until a time of day where gas is lower. Right. And, uh, you know, which very much helps with those gas wars
0: yep exactly it makes
1: the difference between at least for me sometimes being able to mint or not at all
0: yeah definitely you know it's just like a bunch of people waiting outside of a club and you show up whenever you feel like it and the bouncer says you on the list and you said yep all right go ahead i love that so yeah whitelist it's it's good to be on but I feel like right now it's kind of getting like a almost like a negative spin like in this atmosphere right now like whitelist is like uh, it's a it's such a buzzword that people are just making whitelist to build the hype so I would you know right be cautious about it when you're you know approaching it I feel like you can get a feel for it in the Discord chatting with other people like if it's gonna be a rug situation you know if if the whitelist is just to build some hype. Just just I've I've been
1: seeing a lot of projects, um, even in the last few days on Twitter that are not announcing anything about what the project is, how much it'll cost anything. They're just saying, hey, you know, do all this to sign up on the whitelist now. And everyone's freaking out. And there's thousands of people trying to get on this whitelist because they don't (laughs) they don't even know what it is. But you hear the word whitelist and and people freak out. They jump towards it.
0: Yep. We all want to be on a list.
1: Right. We want to be the cool guy. (laughs) Skips the line.
0: Yep. But just know that. Just know what it is. And if it's if it's a good opportunity, then take it. But just just know about it. And then we wanted to touch on uh, setting up wallets and seed phrase security. I think setting up the wallet itself, it's pretty step by step in like the application as you're building it. But right. They pretty much guide you through it. step step Right. Right. But the seed phrase part, I think it's worth touching on is it's really important that you guys write that down um, and keep it somewhere super safe. Like, I don't know. And not on your computer. Yeah, don't like take a picture or don't download it or write it on your computer. Copy and paste it, it, like, no. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I write it down physically on a piece of paper and stash it places that I don't even know where it is anymore. Um, I don't know what you do,
1: but. I I do the same. I, I have it written down physically. I don't even take a picture on my phone, you know, and it yep. like, basically if my phone gets lost and someone hacks into it, anything, if someone gets that seed phrase, they have everything. Yeah. Like it's over. they have your wallet. Yeah.
0: It's over. It, that seed phrase is basically the main firewall between everybody else and your shit. So don't ever, ever give your seed phrase. Um, even, even to like people you know like even friends and stuff like that just and even
1: if you're in a discord i will say this because this happens daily you will get private dms from what seems to be the project that you were following friend or whoever else and it'll be asking like hey you know maybe you won this this championship you know whatever competition and right we're trying to reward you right now Um, you know, just send us your seed phrase and we'll give you money. Never, never. Nobody will ever need your seed phrase and they will never private DM you for it.
0: Definitely. Yep. So just know that seed phrase is only for you. It's not not needed for anything else. So don't let anybody con you into that. Ever. Ever, ever. Moving on. Let's touch on the ether scan real quick. I wanted to hop to that. Okay. Um, Yeah. I guess, how would you describe this? This is just kind of like, what, like the blueprint, like you can see all the transactions going on. You can see, you know, things that are pending, transfers, whatever it is that's happening on the Ethereum chain. You can Etherscan see it. Here.
1: is, it's, it's my comfort zone. Everything that you possibly can do in the crypto world or NFT world is tremendously scary. Always worried that you're going to lose money, you know, get a failed transaction, that you're going to get yeah. scammed, whatever. Um, and Etherscan, you know, if you go to etherscan.io, you can plug in your wallet address and you can see all of your transactions. You can see ones that are pending even. So if you just tried to make a transaction, you're like, Oh no, I hope this isn't a scam. You can open up EtherScan. It'll say, Hey, 10 seconds ago, you started this transaction. You can look at the progress of it, see the wallet it's going to, um, it's, it just, it makes you feel better.
0: Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Like everything is public. So you know where everything is going. So this is definitely, you know, a must. I think I have this page up all, all day on my computer. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's not only your wallet, but you can see other wallets too. If, if you were so inclined to, um, you know, you could take a look at who's transacting what, or, you know, how much, how much you have in your account, or if you have a transfer coming from Coinbase, for example, to your MetaMask wallet, and it's taking two hours and you're like, Oh shit, where did my money go? You go to etherscan.io and you're like, you know, what's going on? It'll say still pending, kind of like an estimated completion time. And then you'll see like, oh, gas is super high right now. That's why it's it's still pending and stuff like that. So super important website, um, you know, definitely use that as a resource.
1: You know, I, another thing we already talked about uh, tracking gas prices, you can do that through Etherscan. Um, They have a little section for that. But another thing that you can do is when you are on OpenSea, there also can be fake collections where literally people right-click, copy an image, and paste it onto another, and they create a collection with a very similar name to the real collection, and they try to sell it. You know, maybe even super cheap so people freak out and they don't even know. There is a way to prevent that. And anything that you are purchasing on OpenSea, you scroll down a little bit. You look at where it says details, and under details, it'll show a contract. That's the smart contract on the Ethereum network. You can click on that. It'll bring up the Etherscan page. From yep. there, you can confirm that it actually is that collection that you're looking for. It'll yep. tell you how many are in circulation. You know, maybe it's still minting and there's only a few. It'll show all the transactions of them. Um so just match those match that address make sure that it's legit.
0: Yeah. And that's why the ever popular running joke right click save as or why can't i just right click and save as your image or your nft and it's mine what's the difference? It's because of the existence of it on on the ethereum chain or whatever chain it's on but you have a digital receipt of the contract address where it's from who created it right? So always check that you can check it on OpenSea like the juice said just know that that's there there is a way to verify collections and NFTs that that's that is a thing one of the
1: <laughs> one of the wonderful amazing things of the blockchain is everything is public and decentralized and I mean anyone can view it and make sure that it's legit and basically just see all of these certificates of authenticity which is the NFT
0: right right And I wanted to keep this podcast pretty short. I didn't want to go too long on it since we're kind of introing it. This is a ton of content already too, but just a little bit of info on, I guess, rarity and rarity ranks. You'll notice that when you get into these collections that are usually... 10,000 in a collection. That's kind of like the popular number, but pretty standard. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's different rarities within that one. So you'll see some that are rarer. You know, it's like gold or like holographic or some shit. And, um, you know, each one is special. So, you know, I always explain it as like baseball cards. There's rarer ones, there's common ones, there's websites and tools on Discord that you can check the rarity of a certain um, NFT that you have if it's listed on that platform basically right a lot of collections are kind of steering away from it i feel like now but that is there it's not always an indicator of price because you know aesthetics is important to people um but you know if you're in like the top 25 percent of rarity for a project like it's it's most likely going to be worth more um right. so
1: it's not always 100 percent accurate true. especially at first with a new project which is sometimes why people stray away a little bit but it's definitely a great way to see in general how rare you have one you know if if you have something that's just a standard floor one you have like rarity 9000 out of 10000 it's that's fairly accurate you know to know that but if you're in the top 50 out of 10000 you you have something pretty rare right and you can see that through here
0: yeah definitely so just know that that exists and there's several websites on it and if you're in the discord for these projects they'll probably tell you if they are and where they are listed so absolutely um, just know that you know there is a rarity scale on a, a lot of projects not all projects but that's that's kind of why you see such big price differences and you know the same project collection but You know, they all look kind of similar to you maybe at first. (laughs) Um, You don't know what's rare, I guess, at at the beginning that helps kind of distinguish that.
1: I was going to say a few things for um, going back to OpenSea a little bit, extra fees and things that you might encounter just so Mm -hmm. you're not surprised when it happens. The first time that you list something for sale as part of a collection, it will charge you a one-time fee. So, right. you know, if you bought 10, 10 different NFTs from the same collection, when you list one of them the first time, it will cost a fee, but any others that you list from that same collection will not ever cost you again to list. But it does cost you another transaction fee to cancel your <laughs> listing. Right. And something about that, that I've made this mistake multiple times, you can also lower the price for free. Right. But if you lower that price multiple times, you actually have to pay a transaction fee to cancel each time that you lowered it. Right. So you might come back with, you know, you lower the price five times. You have to pay five transaction fees um, and that hurts. So just just be really aware of that. Don't just lower it because it's free thinking it's right. going to be totally fine. You will have to pay for it later if you want to cancel.
0: Yep. And there is a trick around that where you just transfer the NFT to another wallet that you own and it just kind of cancels it out, but we'll go into that (laughs) another time. Um, There's a lot of like little random shit like that, that we'll, we'll cover, but just for now, just know that there are fees um, associated with, your first time listing something for sale and then lowering a fee or lowering the sale price is free, but it it constitutes as a transaction that you need to cancel technically. Right. Let's let's wrap up on this one with some of the lingo, I guess some of the buzzword lingos that's flying around here. What about this WGMI? W G M I. Yep. Interesting story on that one. (laughs) Wig (laughs) me. Wig me. You no, know, we were at a, my wife and I were at an event out in New York for the uh, NFT thing. And we all got handed badges with like our name our you know, fake Twitter names or whatever on them. And there's a sticker on the badge that said WGMI. And I was like, oh, cool. These are really, you know, a good idea. My wife goes, what, what is, what is WGMI? I like, <laughs> oh no. Oh no.
1: Um, oh, did she embarrass you? <laughs>
0: it was... Yeah. Yeah.
1: In front of you all know, of your I was, friends. I was coming in. I was, coming in, I was coming in all, you know, hot. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, yeah,
0: like this is my this is my project. I got I'm an one eight. of these." Yeah. I'm an <laughs> 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 Anyways, WGMI. We're going to make it. It's all. And it we are going to
1: make it. We are going to make it.
0: <laughs> so, that's what it stands for, guys. It's it's thrown around because we're going to make it.
1: We are. Yeah. We're very positive on all of this.
0: <laughs> yes, it's, it's been confirmed.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next one, we got PFP.
1: Simple profile pic.
0: Yep, the profile picture, that avatar.
1: But we, we already crave. covered.
0: We covered rug and rugged. Awesome. Yep. Uh, floor. What do you? What do you floor. make of the floor?
1: That's simply just the floor price, which is. Um, A lot of people get this confused. The floor is not the price of the the lowest price of the last one sold. The floor is the lowest price of anything that's listed in that collection for sale. That's currently listed that hasn't yet been purchased. It is the cheapest price for sale. The floor price.
0: Yep. So food for thought. The floor is as low as somebody lists it for. So if the collection is currently selling for the cheapest one is 10 ETH and you come in and list it at 1 ETH, the floor is now 1 ETH. So- Even
1: if all 9,999 are listed at 10 <laughs> ETH or above, if you right. list yours at 1 ETH, the floor is now 1 ETH. Yep. You're an asshole.
0: Yes, we, we list above the floor. This is a Always. commitment. <laughs> <laughs> so floor is floor price, right? Premium, what do we got for premium?
1: Premium would just be... Anything that's not even necessarily average, but something that's uh, not floor, it's above floor, possibly a rare one. Um, a lot of times when there's not a whole lot of volume, as the market does, you know, ebb and flow, um, there people aren't paying these what's called premiums. They're not paying this extra amount to get these extra rare things, right? People are mm-hmm. just focusing on the floor. So the premium would be those more rare ones, not on the floor.
0: Right. Right. Um next one was snipe so it's pretty much exactly what you would expect it to be you're sniping or pegging these them deals off. yeah so you're sniping these good deals or good nft collections that are listed at a really good price or somebody listed like a pretty rare one for a dumb price that they shouldn't have like you just come in and scoop it real quick you sniped it
1: exactly you snipe um so that actually comes next into paper hands or diamond hands What does that mean?
0: Paper hands. I have paper hands. That's what a paper hander sounds like.
1: They sound exactly like that, too. Yes. Like whiny and submissive. (laughs) (laughs) They victimize themselves.
0: Yes. So, paper hands means that you can't hang on to anything. You buy projects or you're holding a project and you immediately sell it. So, when people exit really quickly or give up or quitters, They're they can't handed. hold out.
1: Yeah. Yep. They're, they're just hands are so weak. They're like paper. They just they're can't like hold paper. on to anything with value, right? Yes. As soon yes. as it gets valuable, they just, they, they lose hold of it. Yeah. It's over and they suck.
0: Exactly. And on the opposite <laughs> spectrum, we have diamond hands. I think that's oh. self explanatory. You have right. hands of diamonds.
1: And you're going to, you're going to make it to the moon.
0: Yep. That's, that's what we do. How about FOMO?
1: Simple. Just fear of missing out. It's when, uh, yep. you, <laughs> It's when you uh, wait until you're waiting to buy a project. You don't want to buy in. You don't want to buy in. And then it just peaks at some tremendous price. And you're like, oh, my gosh, it's about to just go to the next level. And you have fear of missing out. So you spend all your money and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it collapses in price. Yeah. Not always. But the, the FOMO is the fear of missing out. Yes, and that's it's what it very, stands for. Very, very strong emotion that controls you to do things that you should not.
0: Yeah, exactly. You've made a commitment to yourself that you are not going to get this project because it looks dumb. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Kanye buys one. And you're like, well, if Kanye gets one, then of course I have to get one. Like,
1: of it's, course. It's it's. I necessary. don't want to miss out. I have so yeah. much fear of missing out right now. Yeah. I want to be with Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> don't let
0: FOMO drive you. Let's go to reveal.
1: Reveal, literally just the word <laughs> is... It explains itself in a way um, a is lot that of, a lot of NFT projects when they first release all of their NFTs in the collection, they are completely hidden. Like they'll have just a stock photo. Right, um, Like when that you mint everyone it. shares when you mint it, right? Not, not after open well, unless it's not revealed yet, but generally when it's a new project that you just minted, um, it may have a stock photo. And so they're unrevealed. And then the reveal is when, they're all revealed and we get to see the NFTs.
0: Yep, that's when <laughs> chaos breaks out. And that's why right. hype, hype builds up, right? There's like a sense of like a lottery at the beginning, right? When you Absolutely. mint something like you have the potential of getting something super rare and we don't know until it's revealed, obviously. So, you know, there's a lot of hype build up until then. And once it reveals, like it starts finding its price, right? Like people are paper handing or they're diamond handing and they're hanging on. But that's that's kind of... Where you'll see a lot of price volatility. That's just what that's referring to. Um, the last one was uh, whales. I guess whales. I use synonymously with like bag holders, which I had to explain to my wife too. So it might be good. It's it's <laughs> it's somebody basically somebody that has a lot of something, right? Like they're they're big. They're a whale, or they're they're, ba- they're eating all the little
1: fish. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All those like, paper handers, They're holding everything in that big whale belly of theirs.
0: Yep. Yeah, they're well off they have enough eth to manipulate the market or you know purchase a huge ton of them or dump a bunch of them that's going to affect the price i guess that floor price yeah that floor price and i guess that's a little different than a bag holder now that i think about it like a bag holder you know just means they're holding a lot of something not necessarily right. you know selling it so distinction there i guess but those are those are kind of the i guess top of mind lingo if you see something funky let us know there's a lot of like random shit out there (laughs) so we wanted to give this intro and hopefully get some newer people into the space and hopefully you know they don't run into any issues or get rugged and do it safely because you know i've ran into a lot of situations where i've gotten rugged things like that but we're we're already
1: here to do it for you so just right we've made all (laughs) no we're going to make plenty more mistakes (laughs) so many more i just made a mistake yesterday that cost me 200 in a failed transaction but but it's just simple things like (laughs) you know that you just have to pay attention to but we have made enough mistakes to hopefully save you plenty of money
0: for sure so again guys thank you so much for listening in um this one's for the new people coming into the space the newbies Um, If you have any questions, you can message us anytime on Twitter. Um, I'm the Lucky Ape. And I am the Juice. Have a wonderful evening. Cheers. Cheers.